Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. He's like, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your Father in heaven will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? It's, he's, how much more? Don't be afraid of opening your heart to him. Don't be afraid of opening up and just saying, listen, I want whatever you want for me. If you have a gift for me, please, I, I, I want to be open to whatever you might want to do in my life. Have a heart that is open to all that the Lord desires to give and do through it. Today, you learn from Pastor Robert's message to have an open and receptive heart towards the Lord. Don't shrink back from all that He wants to do in and through your life. Let Him come and saturate your heart with His love, gifts and purpose. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Acts, chapter 2, as he continues his message, Birth of the Church. But notice, there were 17 different peoples, different nationalities mentioned here. Not all of them were Jewish. Makes it clear some were proselytes. In other words, some of them were non-Jewish people who had converted to Judaism. And the the people in that upper room, apparently they got really loud. And down in the streets below, thousands of people were gathered together. Thousands of people heard them in their own languages, praising God, speaking of the wondrous works of God. And and so, as we'll see next week, 3,000 people got saved that day and baptized. 3,000 people came to know the Lord Jesus. And what was the catalyst for all of this? Well, Well, it was the outpouring of the Holy Spirit, which on this first fruits occasion was emphatically punctuated and marked by a mass expression of the gift of tongues. Now think about this with me. It's so important. So important. I don't don't want to overstate it, but, but, but you see, the gift of tongues has been much, it's been much maligned in the church. In other words, it's been spoken ill of. It's been disregarded. It's because it's been abused. We're going to dig into this, God willing, next week and unpack a scriptural understanding of the gift of tongues. We're going to look at what the Bible teaches about the gift of tongues. But, but please, I don't, I don't want you to miss this. As we've already said, there, there were like 120, give or take, right? Approximately 120 men and women gathered together in this room waiting on 
the baptism of the Holy Spirit, this empowering that Jesus had promised they would receive. But I promise you, none of them were expecting it to happen this way. Now, why do I say that? Well, because nothing had been mentioned anywhere in the Bible about everybody beginning to speak God's praises in unknown tongues. It just wasn't, it wasn't part of the prescription. You know what I mean? That was not predicted anywhere. They weren't expecting this, but that's what happened. Why did it happen? Because God decided to do it that way. Almighty God, our all-wise, all-knowing, perfect Father chose to do it this way. When he was gathering together the first fruits of his harvest, when, when he was, if you will, breathing by his Spirit, breathing into existence the body of Christ on earth, his church, he chose the gift of tongues by which to express his presence and his power. That's so significant. And if you can't see that, please, I would encourage you to pray and just talk to God about it. Ask him why he did it this way. Ask him, why did he choose tongues, unknown tongues, this strange gift? You know, I I try to always be clear when I'm just offering opinion. I'm going to offer you some opinion now. My personal opinion is that the modern church lacks power in part because this gift is neglected. It's neglected because it's been so often abused and misunderstood. But that doesn't justify neglecting it. These men and women began to speak on their own. It's not like God took them over and, you know, his words began to pour out of their mouths. That's not what we're told. They began to speak. It's just that when they began to speak, they began to speak in languages they didn't know. They didn't understand what they themselves were saying. It it bypassed their intellect. It, It came from the prompting of the Holy Spirit within them. You know, the Bible is clear that every believer is promised this baptism of power, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. And the Bible is also clear that it's essential for the fulfillment of our mission. He told those guys, you know, the the 11 remaining apostles and the others who were with them, don't leave Jerusalem. Wait in Jerusalem until you're empowered, until you receive this promise that I've told you about from the Father. Now, I want to remind you, because we, there's no way that, that, you know, as we're going through the, this part of the book of Acts, we're, we're not going to take the time to really do a deep dive into this subject of the baptism of the Holy Spirit. So I'm encouraging you to do it on your own, because this, this is a subject. It's so important. We are going to, we are going to go further next week. We are going to dig a little deeper next week. We are, you know, going to, um, going to try to unpack the subject of, the gift of tongues, because it's a confusing, controversial subject, and I, and I know that, and no, we're not getting weird, nothing's changing, you know, like I've told you before, you know, it, it, it's, I'm, it's a gift I'm super grateful for in my personal devotional time. I believe that's where the Bible teaches it is primarily to be expressed in our private time with the Lord, because, the, the, you know, the Bible teaches us when a man speaks in an unknown tongue, his spirit speaks mysteries to God. It's not preaching. It's not prophetic. 
There's no message in, in tongues that we so often hear about in the charismatic church. There's nowhere in the Bible. It's just not scriptural. It's like the thing about being slain in the spirit. You don't find any example of it in the Bible. None whatsoever. What we clearly see in the Bible is that tongues is just prayer. We'll talk more about that next week. But I want to ask you a question as, as I bring this to a close. Um, is there any area in your life where you, you, maybe you're stiff-arming God a little bit? Maybe, maybe you got like a do not disturb sign on, on that corner. You know, it's like, no, nah, I'm not. And, I, and I'll tell you why I'm asking that. Because I, I've encountered people. I've had people say to me things, you know, like a, a concerning the gift of tongues or, or, you know, like the exuberant worship, raising your hands in church. I've had people say to me, nah, that's not for me. As, as, as if basically they're saying to God, nah, I'm not, that I'm not willing to do. That I'm not willing to be open to. Listen, to, I mean, think about that. Think about that. It, don't you want to be open to anything that God wants to do for you or do in you? Don't, don't you want to be open to anything? Now, I know, and you know, I used to hear it as a, as a young guy. I would hear people say, eh, you got to be careful about opening yourself up like that. Well, no, that's, that's, that's blasphemy. What do you mean you got to be careful about opening yourself up to your father? You got to be careful about opening yourself up to God? Jesus himself told us that's not true. He tells us in more than one place that your father in heaven is a much better father than you and I on earth. He's like, if you know how to give good gifts to your children, how much more your father in heaven will give the Holy Spirit to those who ask? It's, it's, how much more? Don't be afraid of opening your heart to him. Don't be afraid of opening up and just saying, listen, I want whatever you want for me. If you have a gift for me, please, I, I, I want to be open to whatever you might want to do in my life. Can you just tell him that? so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Acts. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. 
please prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David. And thank you for joining us today. Tune in next time for another look at the Book of Acts right here on Main Thing Radio.